inside the Pioneer Restaurant Studios on ESPN Denver 1600 as we get you ready for another week of Denver Pioneers men's basketball. Tyler Mon and Pioneers head coach Rodney Billups. Week number two of the Rodney Billups Coaches Show here in 2020. Coach, what's going on? How are you? Uh, things are good, man. Uh, you know, I'm better than what our record shows. You know, we, we've lost three, three in a row. Feels very different than, you know, the typical, you know, you lose three. Our guys are getting better. Our guys are still motivated. Our guys understand that, you know, you can't win a game having 22 turnovers or 20-plus turnovers. And, you know, I, I often, after each game, turn the volume off of the commentary. But I've listened to you all three times. And, you know, the things that you say on air are spot on. You know, we, we give up, you know, 30-plus points from three. Or, you know, turning the ball, it was like 12 minutes left in this last game. And you're like, all right, they're 17th turnover with, with 12 minutes to go. So it's like we understand the, the mistakes that we're making and uh, they're fixable. And, and that's the beauty of, of what we're going through right now. We're just in the moment and trying to figure out lineups, trying to figure out different schemes that work for us, uh, trying to figure out how to score the ball and, and you know, we're, we're, we're growing and learning just like everybody else is. And we, we lost to three good teams. And I'm, you know, I'm, not, uh, I'm not in panic mode yet. Well, and that's the thing, you know, I mean, talking about that stuff during the broadcast, it's like you've run into, especially in the last, well, really the last three games, starting with UC Riverside, you've run into three teams that have had really good shooting days against you. And we talked about this last week. That's going to happen. I mean, every once in a while, you're going to run into teams that just, they've got it for whatever reason that day, things are going to fall for them. Um, and for your guys, you know, the first couple games of the season, so good taking care of the basketball. Last two games, you've played some really energetic defenses that have forced some mistakes. But being that those things are fixable, what are the, the biggest things you emphasize when you work in practice on? Let's take the turnover thing first. How do you, you know, last couple of games have been 20-plus turnovers. What do you work on in practice to kind of get that back reined in? Turnovers are kind of like, uh, you know, an, an auditory exclusion thing. Like you, you say, no turnovers, no turnovers, no turnovers, and there's a turnover. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we try to do perfect. We do several drills like perfect passing where – we're working on catching it with two, showing one hand, catching with two, and pivoting, right, and, and making the right passes, the on-time, on-target passes. We do that almost every day. You know, we, we try to execute 5 on no offense uh, with perfect passing. And then once we go live, we chart it, we, we run for it, we, we do all the things that, you know, that, that's necessary to improve. We just got to show up in the games. You guys, for the last three games, have faced, uh, you know, a couple of teams. UC Riverside, we talked about last week, being a team that's really poised to take the next step in the Big West. Um, Wyoming, a, a new coaching staff. There's some energy in that program. Dixie State, I talked about a lot on the broadcast. That's not a team that you look at going into a game like Saturday and think, oh, they're a first-year D1 program. This should be easy. That's a really good team on the other side. Um, when you have looked at your guys over the last three games, what have you liked out of them, and what are the things that you most want to see them work on as you head toward Northern Colorado and, and a little bit deeper into this non-conference? You know, for, for me, Tyler, it's, it's like we, we don't get the – and we spoke about this uh, on, on our last show. We don't get the camaraderie of a locker room. Uh, and, and I would like our guys to just continue to, to come together, you know, continue to enjoy each other, con continue to compete with and for each other. If I could continue to get our guys in that mindset and doing things for not just the person in the mirror, but the person to the right and to the left of them, then I'm okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to, to measure 
wins and losses by by, by the uh, what you see, you know, in the in the stats in in the stat sheet, right? It's like you know, our guys. We lose that game. We lose uh, the Wyoming game by a large margin. We lose this game by a small margin, and it's all because of our turnovers. But you don't get to see, you know, the twenty plus possessions of great execution offense. You don't get to see, you know, fifteen. Oh, we had seven kills. That's, that's twenty one straight stops uh, of three stops at a time. We had seven of them. So you don't get to see the progress that we're making just by looking at the stat sheet. So. Uh, I think we're growing. I think our guys are, are getting better. They're getting more confident in each other. They're getting more confident in, in self. So it's, I'm in a good space, even though we've lost our last three. Coach, let's talk about that Wyoming game a little bit because it's so different from what the rest of the season has felt like. First off, it's a, a true road trip um, as much as anything, I guess, can be in, in 2020, but it's really just a commuter trip. You go up and back. Uh, you play in front of fans for the first time, which seemed like it was probably, you know, something that uh, I know even just watching it, it was like, man, I've missed that. Uh, so I would think the energy was way different. What was that game like for you guys with how many circumstances are different around it for this season? You know, that, that, that was the first time in five years uh, that we actually had to go drive two-plus hours, sit in the, in the gym for two hours, uh, have pregame meal on the bus, and go play a game, right? Like, that, that's a, a, a disadvantage in itself, having to sit there for – show up, grab a meal, sit on the bus, eat, sit, sit on the bus for two and a half hours, then go sit again for another two hours and play a game. So uh, that, it was very different beginning than once you, you know, the ball's tipped up, there's fans, they're, they're screaming, they were you know, coming off a huge win at Oregon State. Uh, it, it, it was a really good atmosphere with only having, you know, a thousand people there. Uh, but it was competitive. You know, it was a chance for us to see another team in a different color moving fast and executing fast and, and uh, uh, trying, to, tr trying to dictate the pace and, and what the shots they were going to shoot versus the shots we were going to shoot. It was, it was a great test for us. Uh, and, and once we settled in, we, I mean, I think we played them to a two-point game in the second half or a one-point game in the second half. Once we settled in, uh, our, our guys were fine. But the atmosphere was great, in, in my opinion, in, in relation to what we have at our house with no fans. Uh, it, it was good. It, was, it felt like college basketball. One of the things that I really liked and, and pointed this out early in the broadcast on Saturday, you have a, a freshman that goes out on in that night against Wyoming and has a, a tough night in Sam Hines Jr. And you guys immediately go to him in a starting role on Saturday. And I love that because I think as a freshman, you get a little nervous. Uh, and obviously, I haven't gotten a chance to meet Sam yet, haven't been around you guys, uh, you know, in the same sense that we ordinarily would be with this season. But um, I would think as a freshman, you get nervous if you come off a night that's tough that, okay, well, are these guys going to lose faith in me? And instead, you guys show Sam immediately, not only do you trust him, but you trust him as a starter. What went into that decision and how did he react to it? Because he played really well on Saturday. You know, for, for me, my job is so much bigger than just coaching basketball. All right, I'm, I'm coaching life. And I'm, I'm trying to teach our guys, right? You fall down seven times, you get up eight. And that was just a representation of that. You know, I, I trust these dudes. I, I trust Drake Muller uh, just as much as I trust Sam, but it was just it was Sam's turn. And 
uh, it was it was his turn in, in, to learn a, a, a valuable lesson. All right, man, you, you hit your head. It's time for you to shake it off and get back to work. And, and that that that's all that was. It, it had nothing to do with Drake doing anything bad or Sam doing anything good. It was all about, you know, teaching these guys how to recover from maybe not so good day or, or not so good performance. Coach, the Dixie State game on Saturday, like I said, I mean, that's a team that has been really, really good at the D2 level. They move up to D1. Their first win as a D1 program is over another Summit League team in North Dakota. So you know they're going to come in and they're going to be a, a tough assignment. Um, they got some really good first-half play, and you guys, you know, storm back. You're down 12 at one point in second half. Come back, take a lead, uh, and then end up falling late. What was the, the biggest difference in that game? I mean, when you evaluated that film, what did you see that stood out most? You know, with all due respect to – to Dixie State and their program, uh, they're, they're doing an unbelievable job uh, with, with recruiting and, and uh, coaching those guys up and getting the best of those guys. But they didn't beat us; we beat us. You know, we we lose three points and, and have 22 turnovers. You know, we, we we certainly played well enough in stretches to win that game, uh, but you know, we 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 didn't we we didn't make enough. Uh, decisions late. We didn't make enough decisions uh, in the first half from, from, from a coaching staff standpoint and a student athlete standpoint to win that game. So, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't take that win away from them because I think they're going to win a lot of games and, and uh, that they're a program in the WAC that has a chance to be really good. But that was all of us. That, that, that was all DU and, and our mistakes and our mental mistakes. Uh, whether it was execution on offense or, or not uh, guarding a guy uh, or not knowing the personnel as, as I close out on the guy. It, it had nothing to do uh, with, with what they did. It was everything to do with us. Coach, one thing that I've heard discussed a lot uh, with college football this year is the fact that the pandemic hits, things get shut down, uh, you know, in college basketball's circumstances, you guys actually finish out the, the season entirely, go through the conference tournament, but the NCAA tournament gets banged for, you know, in the college football discussion, it's there's no spring practice and no non-conference games in some of these conferences. So guys are going into a season and really you're trying to learn about teams when you haven't had the ordinary lead up that you would. For you guys, you're in a similar spot right now because the, the off season is so shortened and you lose out on a couple of weeks of, of full practices. Um, how much of this first month is almost like a preseason and that you're still trying to learn stuff, you know, with the way these guys get to know each other and play with each other. Um, this first month, how different is that? And how much is that uh, a function of not getting all those practices in? You know, this year is weird, man. It's not only is it weird, but it's hard. It's weird in the sense of, you don't know what's going to happen from day to day, right? We had a COVID test today, and one of the uh, uh, results was inconclusive. Not, not positive, not negative, just like, so now I'm, I'm even more so on edge thinking like, oh, shit, like, what if this thing? So it's weird that you don't really know what's happening. And it's hard because, yes, we get a shortened preseason. Uh, we, we, we go, you know, quarantine, 10 guys for, for – 14 straight days, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's hard because you don't know who you're going to coach. You don't know who you're going to play. It might be a situation where uh, – and, and we've had two, got, two games this way with, with our first, very two first games being canceled because of COVID. Uh, so it's, it's hard because you don't know uh, what you're going to see. You don't know what to expect. And, and you're just going uh, day by day by day uh, to try to just 
reach these guys and keep them interested and in, in, uh, trying to win games at the same time. So it's tough. Well, the good news is you got uh, some more opportunities to come up ahead of the non or ahead of the conference schedule uh, coming up here in the next few days, and we'll preview those as Northern Colorado and Texas State are on the docket. It's the Coach Rodney Billups Show from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios, presented by Breckenridge Brewery, and uh, we'll be back after the break, talk a little more, and preview UNC on ESPN Denver sixteen hundred. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at five a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second do. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's do. Hi, this is Todd Usry, president of Breckenridge Brewery. When we settled into Littleton, we wanted it to feel like home to everyone who visited. So we built the farmhouse restaurant. Comfort food menu is made to complement the fresh beer brewed right here on site. My personal favorite spot is the beer garden. Love sitting next to the fire, listening to bluegrass with a beer, looking out at the open mountain view. Stop by on the weekends for brunch or come see us anytime. Check out breckbrew.com for more info. Here at the farmhouse, you're always in good company. My name's Tony Tornado. I write and star in my own shows and movies. My crew knows that I dream of Hollywood. They also know that I love Mountain Dew. But there's so much more they don't know. Sometimes at night, I look up at the stars and think, I know why Mountain Dew's so crucial to my existence, but does anybody else? See, Dew's the green gold circulating through my veins. It makes Tony Tornado believe that he can do anything. So now you know my secret. But there's so much more you don't know. Do the do. Back on ESPN Denver, 1600 from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios is the Coach Rodney Billups Show on ESPN Denver, talking Denver Pioneers men's basketball. My name is Tyler Mon, joined by the head coach of the Pioneers, Rodney Billups, as Denver will continue its non-conference portion of the schedule coming up on Wednesday evening. You're listening to this on Wednesday evening, so just a short bit, uh, 6 o'clock tip-off between the Pioneers and the Northern Colorado Bears. Then Texas, Texas State will be in town coming up on Saturday. Uh, we'll preview that game. We will not have radio coverage for that game, so we'll talk about that game a little bit, too coach but um unc let's talk about the bears first this is a program that's been very good over the last few years but a coaching change now some of the same talent is back uh what do you know about the bears coming into 2020 and how they look compared to what we've seen the last few years well they returned four out of five starters from last year uh, very talented group very very uh myself i'm very prideful of colorado kids so uh, outside of this game on wednesday i want them to win every game because they, they, they have a, a Colorado, uh, uh, a, they got a roster full of Colorado kids. Coach Smiley is from Colorado. I, I, want, I want those guys to have nothing but success outside of Wednesday. Um, they, they play very fast now uh, with the coaching change. They, they take a lot of opportunities in transition. Uh, they shoot 25 plus threes a game. So they pose a different threat uh, than, than uh, the last few schools that we've played. But, you know, overall at this level, everybody's talented. Everybody has the best player. Uh, we, we just have to buckle down and, and put our straps on and, and, uh, and play some defense. When you go against a team that is so reliant on the three, um, what do you guys do to counterbalance the fact that teams have been successful shooting from three against you so far? Well, we got to take care of the ball uh, and, and score and score, make them take it out so we can get our defense set. Uh, but also, when, when we do get into the half court, 
we got to run them off the line. We got to make them shoot tough shots. Uh, our staple has been since I, I've been the head coach here, we're going to make them shoot tough twos and, and contested threes. Uh, but now, now we have to guard the ball, which is, has been our, our kryptonite this year. Uh, we, we guard the ball, we stay out of rotations, and we're able to run guys off the line. Um, so that, that, that's the plan. We, we, we score the ball and take care of the ball or, and be aggressive offensively and make them guard us, but also uh, run them off the line with our closeouts, make them shoot tough twos, and, and out-rebound them. One thing that has been really good, and you mentioned it right there, the rebounding for your team, uh, especially, you know, against Dixie State. I think you won that rebounding battle by about 12 against Wyoming, pretty strong on the boards. What's been the key to that? Obviously, you've got some size. You've got a, a little bit of experience now with, you know, Robert Jones being a sophomore and Frank Ryder coming in and adding some depth. What have you liked about the fact that your defense has been able, and even offensively, you've been able to get some boards? You know, we just talk about it. You know, we talk about it a lot. And uh, we, we talked as a, as a staff over the summer over COVID. You know, four things that we're going to be good at offensively and defensively. And, and defensively, it was transition defense. It was closeouts. Uh, it was contesting shots and rebounding. If, if we're good at, at, at all four of those, we'll, we'll have a chance to win every game. So we talk about it a lot. We drill it a lot. Uh, we, we try to uh, give them the rules of, of boxing out and not fouling. So we talk about it a ton, man, and it's starting to pay off slowly but surely. Coach, for your younger guys, um, you know, especially freshmen and the, and, and the transfers who have come in, where they are at this stage being just a few weeks in, how do you feel like they've been in terms of getting acclimated to, you know, what you guys want them to learn in your system offensively and defensively? It's a work in progress, but just from a knowledge-based sense, how are they compared to maybe what this time last year or two years ago was? Different. <laughs> uh, said at least very different you know we we have to recruit a certain kid right a certain student a certain uh, uh character and, and uh, th this year there's so many bright kids uh that they, they always want to know why which is perfectly fine you know our, our whys are easy to answer um they're they need to know why because they overthink and and that's where we are right like uh, they they overthink so much and it, it paralyzes them. And, and we've done so many things to try to get them out of that. And because uh, in a moment of of, of uh, battle against an opponent, you can't think. You just got to play. Yeah. It's got to be it's got to be all reaction reactionary. And uh, our our guys that they're starting to understand. They're starting to to buy into what we're doing. Uh, they, they know every right answer when you ask them, but putting that, that right answer into play has been a disconnect so far. But it's, come, it's, it's coming slowly but surely. Uh, Rome wasn't been, built in a day, so uh, we, we certainly aren't going to be a championship caliber team overnight, uh, but we're getting better every single day. And, and I, I, I depend on those guys, to be quite honest. I depend on, on a lot of those guys. So. I'm going to be patient with them and we continue to teach and grow them. And by January 2nd, we, we will be fine. 
You know, and it's interesting you bring that up because I made a point on the broadcast. There was a, a great pass. I think Jace, uh, Jace Townsend had a bounce pass down low to Robert Jones, and Rob just took it and dunked it. And I said on the broadcast, I think last year Rob would have had an extra half second where he thought about it, and it would have been too late at that point. Somebody would have gotten in a contest or blocked or fouled or something. And you do see that moment where now it's just taken over and it's a reaction. Is that the kind of thing that – I mean, especially just from year one to year two, those are the steps you want to see guys take, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you're exactly right. Robert was, was the only kid last year that was like this, right? Now we have four or five guys that I rely on that's like that. So uh, just having that confidence to just do what you've done your entire life. Just go play, right? It's just basketball. We're, we're not fighting uh, for our lives in the military. We're not battling, you know, in the ICU. We're, we're just playing basketball right? And just have fun with it. And, and that's what I'm, I'm trying, I'm continuously saying to our guys and trying to get them to understand, man, look, we, we put in uh, technical things for you to succeed, but at the end of the day, it's basketball. Just go play. Uh, we'll, we'll worry about everything else after that. You know, it's interesting too that you brought up how guys today ask why. I, you're actually the second coach that I've heard in the last couple weeks. I was listening to an interview uh, with another coach. It was a, a football interview, and they said the same thing about athletes that they recruit today, that there's a lot of guys want to know the explanation behind why they're doing things. Does that, I think, like you said, that's a, a good thing in a certain sense. Um, what, what do you think that says about this generation where they want kind of that wider context rather than just, okay, I need to learn this and then I'll go do it. Uh, it, it poses a challenge for sure uh, because you know, so, some coaches that, that just talk and like to, to hear themselves talk, they got to know. You, you got to know exactly what you're doing and what you're saying and why you're saying it. Because if it's not right, kids, their attention goes away like that. And, and uh, it, it's, it, it challenges authority quickly. And uh, I, I like it, honestly. I, I, I like being able to say, this is why. Okay, I'm going to listen to you and I'm, I'm going to hear you out. But at the end of your comment, you're going to hear me out and you're going to understand this is what we do and why we do it. And I'm okay with that. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very dangerous gray area for a coach because if you don't say the right thing and, and they don't believe you, you lose them quickly. Um, so uh, I, I'm okay with it because, you know, what we teach is, is something that we talk about and we know it and uh, it works when, when, it done, when it's done correctly. It's Coach Rodney Billups show on ESPN Denver 1600 from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios talking Denver Pioneer men's basketball. This show is brought to you in part by Breckenridge Brewery makers of Avalanche Amber Ale. Remember, with Breckenridge, you're always in good company, proud partner of Denver Athletics. Coach, coming up on Saturday, we won't have uh, radio coverage for it, but you guys will take on a, uh, a team that's had uh, kind of a rough start to kick off this 2020 season. They're they're 500 team, but they're coming off a loss to an NAIA program last time out. The Texas State Bobcats. That is a televised game, by the way, so it will be on altitude, uh, but we won't have radio coverage for that game. What do you know about Texas State so far? They go, they play a, a ranked Texas team. They played Mississippi State earlier. Uh, they had some big wins early on in the non-conference schedule, but then kind of a head-scratcher that last time out against uh, a school that probably most people haven't heard of in Our Lady of the Lake. You know, for, for me, I haven't, I haven't got a lot of uh, time to, to spend on Texas State. I, I do know the interim head coach, Terrence, uh, Terrence Johnson. He's my friend. Uh, he, he's a good coach. I'm excited for him and his opportunity there. 
but I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't want to lie and make something up, so I, I can't say that I've seen him a ton. But I, I trust him that he's going to have them ready for our game. I don't know what they have this week, but they'll be ready for our game. Uh, they play two games here, one against us, one against Northern Arizona. So that first game, I'm sure he's like, you know what, that's that – that Denver game is in red on his calendar. He's got to be ready. He wants to, to, to win that game, and so do we. But, uh, you know, Texas kids are talented, right? They play hard. They, they, they can uh, shoot, dribble, and pass, and, and they're Division One athletes. So uh, I assume that they're going to be good uh, when they get to our place. They're going to be ready when they get to our place. So we'll be ready as well. All right, Coach, last question for you. Uh, you'll get three games before the break for Christmas. Then you get one game on December 29th uh, on the road at Grand Canyon. For these next three games, obviously the, the easy answer for this, you want to go 3-0, and but what do you want to see your guys grow with most from what you've seen the first four games of the season through this next three-game stretch before that break? Like you said, I want to go 3-0. and um, I, I think that's not a far-fetched goal. Uh, if, we, if we play the right way, uh, and, and we share the ball and, and we defend, uh, I think we can certainly do that. But if not, uh, I think it's another win just to have our guys continue to grow, continue to mature uh, with each other and spend more time with than without of uh, each other when, when they're not in our presence. I uh, you know it's just it, that when, when you have a team that their care factor, the care level is high, you usually are, are pretty successful. And, and I'm not sure that uh, me spending time with them and, and, you know, manufacturing this time spent is the best way to do it. I've been, done, I've been doing it uh, for the last, you know, three months or whatever. But getting those guys to engage with each other and go through things together and, and talk things out and have fun and laugh and joy and, and just spend time with each other, that's what I would like to see over the next several weeks. Because once we, we do come back, things get pretty serious. We go to Grand Canyon and, and league starts and class starts. So things get pretty serious after these, these, these uh, few weeks. So I just want them to continue to come together, have fun with each other, win some games together, have some battles and, and, uh, and laugh it off. A lot of good basketball coming up and uh, including here in just a little bit as the Pioneers will take on Northern Colorado. Coach, for that, and thanks for the time. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you in like 10 minutes for Pioneer pregame. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Wrapping up this week's episode of the Coach Rodney Bill Show from the Pioneer Restaurant Studio presented by Breckenridge Brewery. Stick around. Pioneer pregame starting soon on ESPN Denver 1600.